Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 17th of June. We had three central bank policy decisions in the past 24 hours from economies in three very different situations. The Bank of Japan left policy unchanged. That's not exactly a shock. After so long a period of disinflation pressures, the Japanese central bank is likely to err on the side of caution when it comes to tightening policy. The yen has weakened. The Bank of England raised interest rates a quarter point. Again, this was not unexpected. While the market chatter has chosen to interpret the accompanying statement as hawkish, a rational examination of the language does give a more balanced picture. Why is the Bank of England not being more aggressive? The Bank of England was one of the first to start tightening policy. More significantly, remember that Prime Minister Johnson's government is presiding over the biggest tax grab in almost 70 years, and the offsets to that are not seen as being especially significant. Monetary policy tightening should be more cautious, with such fiscal policy tightening underway. The Swiss National Bank decision to reduce the negative interest rate tax by 50 basis points was a surprise to the markets. There seems to be an element of opportunism here. Economically speaking, negative interest rates are not a good thing. Like any tax, they're a distortion in the operation of markets. With other central banks tightening, the Swiss National Bank doubtless felt that this was an opportunity to move early without causing too many disruptions in the foreign exchange markets, although the Swiss franc did strengthen on the news. Although unexpected, this was not a policy error in the way that the Fed's move this week has arguably been. The Swiss National Bank didn't do as was expected, but nor did it break any forward guidance. The Swiss National Bank has also not abandoned its favoured inflation measure on a mere whim. Markets are still in a weirdly split place, simultaneously worrying about how strong the economy is, and worrying about how likely a recession is. Partly this is the fault of labour markets, where wage growth is subdued, slowing demand, but job security is high, making a recession less likely. Partly it's worrying about central banks going too far at a time when economic activity is strong but slowing. We get US industrial and manufacturing production data today, Good supply is likely to continue to grow, and remember, global goods production is already at an all-time record high. With demand naturally moderating, this balance is a disinflation force in the economy. While the US is no longer the largest manufacturing economy in the world, its manufacturing output is still very significant. Consumers are already signalling an unwillingness to pay higher prices, And as demand falls, disinflation pressures are growing. Obviously, supply staying strong as demand softens is an important part of that process. We've also got a range of central bank speakers, and times being what they are, markets will fixate on central bank speakers. Fed Chair Powell is opening a conference on the dollar, but it's unlikely that the Fed Chair can now say anything to repair the damage to the Fed's credibility over things like forward guidance. Once credibility is lost, it's hard to regain. There are also a couple of Bank of England speakers, including the chief economist, Pill. There may be a bit more interest in these remarks. The market has run with hawkish ideas of the bank, 
but the comments may reinforce a somewhat more measured tone. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services, Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.